uh, I was just kind of like amazed at how, like when I first saw it, I thought it was like the most awesomest Jean-Claude Van Damme movie I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, like any movie where he freezes a guy, half a guy's body and just shatters it into pieces and then avoid, does a split to like avoid getting electrocuted is an amazing movie, but this movie made no goddamn sense, and I'm just wondering why I was such a fucking idiot for even considering that this movie was a gem <gasps> in the cinematic canon. <laughs> well, how the hell do I follow that up? Um, well, flatulence aside, uh, it came out of my mouth. I didn't fart. <laughs> Don't judge me, man, Zebo. <laughs> well, I mean, you have martial arts, you have time travel, you know, those two things in and of themselves combined, yeah. you know, makes for great potential. I mean, you don't have you, you'd have to do a lot of terrible writing to mess that up, really. Yeah. Um, and you had the. Uh, <laughs> you know what? The movie isn't as bad as you might think. It's just Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think he's the one that makes the movie, though. That's the thing. It's like his accent. Yeah. It's like, first of all, it's like you you need it's something that we don't really have that much of in, in this day and age. But you need a action star with like an accent that you don't yeah. hear that you don't hear every day. You know? Yeah. Um, you need a futuristic mullet. Yes. And he let me tell you, <laughs> that mullet was majestic because. uh I, I don't know who styled his hair. I'm betting it's the same hairstylist as the one they have on set on Seinfeld. Because that's uh, that's he was rocking the Seinfeld hair. And I'm like, did everyone in the early 90s have this weird mullet contraption like on their head? Hey, it's uh, it's it's how it's how we did it back in the it's day. A lot of yeah. moving parts, you know. It's... I can't imagine you with a mullet. <laughs> no, I, I don't have the hair texture to pull yeah. off a. Uh, a mullet yeah that would it would have just been very tragic but yeah uh, what's it called who's rocking the mullet back then um not jesse jackson it no. was what's his name there's no black the person guy, who ever had a mullet yeah yeah the, he, he's a, a reverend reverend that narrows it down uh, <laughs> he's on fucking msnbc he went on a, like a a fast and now his his he looks like a match Oh God, Al Sharpton. Al, Al Sharpton. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> oh God. Oh. His head and his body. He looks like a bobblehead of, of Al Sharpton. Uh, <laughs> that's been left out in the sun. Yeah, like, it's. Just... it's <laughs> I'm. I don't know how. Like his body keeps that head up. Like it's. It's. It's really jarring. I have to say, and it's it not is. because he used to be big. He just looks like his bone structure had settled, right? <laughs> it was like we're big. Just this is how we we should live. And then he was like, "Nope, I'm gonna go on this insane diet. And I'm gonna fast for the people of Vieques. Honorable, like uh -huh. kudos to him for doing that. But then, um, now he just looks like the look is odd." <laughs> It's it's we've spoken about this several times. It's that whole um, 
a skeleton is wearing somebody. Yes, exactly. Look, you know? He is he's rocking the Men in Black one look, like <laughs> the alien Men in Black one look. <laughs> the whole like Ann Coulter. Ooh. Um, yeah. What's her face? Who um, constantly lied for Trump and then like. Didn't she die? Sarah Huckabee Sanders? No. No, no, no. Uh, she also looks like she's wearing somebody else's skin. She ha- Look at her, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders' eyes. They have no, there's no soul. Uh, but yeah, no, you, you're totally right about uh, Al Sharpton and uh, his mullet and his skinniness. Um, and that leads us all back to Time Cop. Yes, Time Cop. Um, I, was, I was just going to say, speaking <laughs> of Time Cop. I mean... I, I don't think that movie was supposed to make sense. It was an attempt at a time paradox. Right. Know? And somebody had to police it, thus the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, we already did the RoboCop. <laughs> we had and to then, then Jackie Chan did the Super Cop. Yeah. Now it's it's time for Time Cop, right? Yeah. I mean, did we have did, did we did we ever have like a, a space cop at any point? No, I mean there there is a space cop movie, but it's like ultra low budget. Like find it in the like in the uh, the what's it called the uh, the cult section in the Forbidden Planet, you know. <laughs> Right next to like the Gremlins knockoff, like what Ghoulies yeah. and Ghoulies Two, Ghoulies and Ghoulies Two. There you Those go. Those are actually a good movie. Like Ghoulies. Oh one my was god, great. I, I was just fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> actually, saw. Ghoulies One is really good. <laughs> Ghoulies Two is a cash grab. It's a soulless cash grab. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> just riding off of the success of Ghoulies One. <laughs> yeah, they really lost the writing chops in the second one. <laughs> They saw when they made $700 <laughs> domestic. They're like, we got to kick this up. We got to, you know, we got to recoup these Betamax sales. Oh, man. So uh, I guess we should start off the show. I'm yeah. Pablo Morales Martinez. I'm Ernesto Mancebo. <laughs> Together we are Robots, Robots versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. See, this is why you don't chew on the friggin' show. <laughs> No chewing on the show. Bite me. Um, welcome, dear listeners. Yes. Um, I'm going to jump right in. We're living in upside down land. Yeah. Um, but last night, there was a little glimmer of of hope, of sanity. We were pretty, well, I mean, to reference the last episode, Pablo was convinced that Roy Moore was had this in the bag. Yeah, you know? I was I was like there's no way. I, because I ha- I have the most most pessimistic view of humanity. Clearly, clearly. Ever. So, it's uh, you know, it's what makes you you. Yeah. But um I res- I reserved any sort of uh, predict um prediction. Um I should have I should have made you bet. Ah, yeah, that was a missed opportunity. Because right now you'd be taking a, a shot of hot sauce yeah. if it was up to me. You know? and we'd record- With liquid rage? And, <laughs> and we'd record it, you know, yeah. for all posterity. But, um, but surprisingly enough, Alabama Damn. showed up. Bama with the upset. With the upset. I mean, and I, and I have to say that <laughs> this is the time that we're living in. It's an upset that a man who was not mired in pedophilic, homophobic, and racist diatribe and scandal won. That was the upset. 
I don't well, the, the, the 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 business as usual would have been had Roy Moore won. Yeah. I don't I don't like the slander that's coming from Uren because A, he knows some black people and B, he has a Jew for a lawyer. Oh his wow. wife said it. I was there when she said it. Well, I wasn't there, but I heard it on TV. Well, he's She's practically like, um I have some black friends and I have a Jew for a she put the extra emphasis on that uh-huh. word. A Jew there for like, a lawyer. There were like three W's on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you know when I, when I heard that I was like, my mind was blown. At this point I'm I'm just when they when they talk their shit, I'm just like, just keep doing it. Because <laughs> this is what this is what's causing you guys to like lose. Like Slowly but steadily over this past year. It's like, go ahead. Talk your shit. They lost by like 0.7%, though. I don't you know. know close, to, close to one. It was close. Yeah. It was definitely, definitely close. But, you know, I mean, it, it's kind of it's kind of a, re- a reflection in a microcosmic way of this country right now. True. Like, right, you know, right, right. It's like, yeah, um, uh, Roy Moore was defeated last night, but. You still have close to 50% of that population down there um, who would have voted a pedophile into the Senate. A pedophile who rides in to vote for himself on a horse. You know he made that horse in a glue. Like, he shot that horse. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) You good-for-nothing horse. You're supposed to bring me luck. Now you're Twizzlers. Bam. Lamb. So it's like no, not Sugarfoot. You know, <laughs> when you look at the uh, the the voting breakdown, you saw that ninety six percent of African Americans, mostly women, within that ninety six percent, voted for Roy Moore's opponent. I, I keep saying his opponent, but like because I don't remember Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Thank you. <laughs> Because we've just been plastered with Roy Moore's name, yeah, like, like up, Roy down, Moore, left, and right. Roy Moore. I've been complaining about this dude since like eight podcasts ago. Oh, and um, I'm sorry. What's his name again? Uh, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I got. I got to get this. Um, you had to quit sniffing glue. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but it's so lay good. off the scissor, Mancibo. Lay off. It's so good. It's so good. Um. So Doug Jones, uh, hopefully, will step up and bring some sort, some semblance of. Not, I'm not even gonna say decency, just normalcy, um, uh, to that state. But th- I guess that's a tall order. Uh, Doug Jones, having uh, quite an impressive record himself for prosecuting and convicting. Uh, what what was it? Four men, four KKK members. Yes, four KKK members who were responsible for the Birmingham bombing. Yeah, when they blew up that church. When they blew up that church, yeah. Kill those little girls. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I tip my hat off to him. It's like he's a he's a true public servant. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's uh, he he's not. You know, I, I'm pretty sure his his views are kind of like. Uh, left of center but still it's like better than a pedophilia (laughs) who and like to me to me like when it when it happened i was like who would have thought like in this day and age pedophilia homophobia and racism don't win you elections like it's a rough year for that (laughs) 
God damn. It's like, damn. If you're not firing on all those three specific cylinders, like, what hope is there, you know, for the rest of the world? You know? <laughs> it's about... It's about having the chops yeah. <laughs> for the job, yeah. you know? Exactly. If you can't rely on those pillars of character... What can you rely on, really? <laughs> Content of character? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you totally did like a Jack Black face. Yeah, did I? <laughs> you did. You really did. Oh, man. But, uh, you know, good luck, Alabama. And whoever the, uh, the 4% of black voters was that voted for Roy Moore... You're you're officially cast out of blackness. Like there was a four percent that voted four percent of damn, black people dude. in Alabama voted for Roy Moore. I'm oh. pretty sure those were the friends that his those wife were his, <laughs> those were her four friends that she referred to. <laughs> Edgar, Eugene, Phyllis, and Audrey. <laughs> They voted for us. And a Jill. <laughs> they were probably under duress. They're probably the um, the same type of uh, characters that we saw in that movie, Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> they were all wearing hats and went with those weird smiles. And as they voted, you saw just one single tear fall out of one eye. You know, Are you okay? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> you win, sir. You win. <laughs> that movie is so awesome. I fucking love that movie. Get out. Um, I'm wondering, is it the uh, the Golden Globes that are coming up? Or? Yeah, it's the Golden Globes who like put them in the comedy category. Yeah, it's like this is a movie that's being studied at like Harvard. Yeah, and they're just like, oh fuck it. You know, I just imagine that's how the Golden Globe uh, judges talk. It's comedy. I mean, Jordan Peele did it. It was actually, <laughs> it was actually the studio that submitted it. Really? Yeah. It, Sons of bitches. Apparently, there's some sort of um, submission tactic that has been done with prior movies, where you put it into a genre that doesn't exactly fit, but just to get it in or have it considered i'm not quite sure what happens after that um it's still a bad move like i don't think it's justification i think it's bad move uh, a bad move from the studio uh doing that with a movie that hit on those topics and how it would be um perceived uh by the public at large just like this was a movie that made some very deep commentary on uh, uh, racial matters in this country and uh, it, it, it frayed the nerves of a lot yeah. of white people in this in this country which I gotta say was worth the price of admission I alone. know it's just like mm. I wish I could have been there just to hear their tears oh, like, <laughs> let me collect these tears it's like it's almost like I just want to relate it back to, to the whole like upset in Alabama it's like I wish I could have seen <laughs> Donald Trump's face <laughs> when they announced the winner. Because I just think his face would have just been like, just, oh. And then the very next day, Omarosa quit her job. Omarosa, who. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I forget what her, her last name is. Um, 
but uh, she quit her job as uh, director of communications for Urban Affairs. A job which uh, I heard was thankless, like I read was thankless. Uh, because she would go and talk to like you know crowds of of um like the black constituency and be like or as trump would say the blacks the blacks (laughs) go out there omarosa you talk to the blacks there's my (laughs) african-american And, uh, you know, she she was laughed out of these halls. (laughs) Oh, oh, God. Oh, every time she spoke in front of one of these halls, she was laughed at. Like she was like, I'm out there fighting, fighting on the front lines. I think I'm quoting her directly. (laughs) And then they're just everybody's just like, shit. I'm actually I'm actually sad that she quit now because I wish we would have had an opportunity to go. And just laugh our fucking faces yeah. off. Just and she would, oh, she wouldn't have been able to get a fucking word in. Just <laughs> raucous laugh. Yeah. Just, ah, just like kind of laughing where you you're about to throw up. Yeah. Just, oh, oh man, I'm gonna have to search YouTube for that. <laughs> you know that? Uh, I know you referenced Family Guy earlier, but uh, when there's a there's some skit where Peter Griffin starts laughing. And then he starts laughing sarcastically, and then he just gets angry and walks up to the camera and just starts laughing angrily into the camera. <laughs> yeah, I, I Do you remember, remember that? that one. I remember that. Yeah, one. it's it's like that. That's how I Hollywood. If I'd have been there, that's how I would have ended up laughing at her. Um, but anyway, like um, I know there was a there was a large like there was a large tur- just a, a like an, like a black turnout. And despite the fact that they did everything to suppress mm-hmm. minority like voting, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm just it's something that I'm just so like when I see that it fills me with hope. Mm-hmm. And this is and it's this is a direct um, demonstration of why uh, Republicans work so hard uh, in a lot of elections, especially out in the more rural areas of this country uh, to gerrymander the vote where they close down uh, voting uh, locations that would more, uh, what's the word, Uh, which would disproportionately affect um, African Americans and other minorities from voting because they don't, they either can't get off work or they don't necessarily have a car to drive to this polling place, which is, you know, like met, five towns away. Yeah. Um, so they shut down these polling places because they know it would it would make it harder on them. And this is the reason because, you know, you talk that shit and black people are like, oh, yeah. OK, you know, we'll see you on Election Day. That's it. <laughs> White people, your days are numbered. Oh, man. Just r- racist white people. Yeah, Let's racist put it that white way, people. Right yeah. Now. Which um, and though though it sounds like a very definitive distinction, it's actually it actually works on a gradient. Let's be very clear now. So I don't mean like there are these few bad boogeymen off on the side and everybody else is fine. It's yeah. like there are many subtle shades of gray here, you know, yeah. just so you know. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm just like I'm just really happy that that happened. And it, it's it does instill me with hope, which I had all but like thought was forgotten mm-hmm. 
but yeah, it's it's a good day to be a human being. It really is. Yeah. It really is. That's despite the fact that like while we're saying this, it's like California is burning. It's it's <laughs> still on fire. Yeah, I think the the fire you could see from space. Is it really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn. Um. You know, there, what can you really say to that? It's it's just it's it's evidence of something um, of what we're doing to this planet. Uh, I mean, yeah, there, there have been fires in California for decade upon decade, but they seem to be increasing in their magnitude, um, in their epicness. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. What if it's hell trying to like emerge? <laughs> uh, I actually wouldn't be too surprised considering <laughs> who our president is. <laughs> Can you imagine like that would he full out endorse this pedophile? And then, you know, I don't know. Anyway, but yes, I I wouldn't be surprised if it was hell. Damn. That would be a uh... That would be definitive proof for all the Bible thumpers. <laughs> It'd be like, look at California. <laughs> well, I mean, if you remember, they had that spokesman for Roy Moore being like, did you see that interview? It's one of the most amazing pieces of footage I've ever seen captured. What happened? Which was they had this guy. I think it was a lawyer for Roy Moore. And uh, Jake Tapper what, was from it CNN. Was it the Jew? No, it wasn't the okay. Jew. All right. <laughs> But Jake Tapper was talking to this guy. It was like a spokesman or a lawyer for Roy Moore. And he was like, do you think homo- – like, what do you think should be the law – because you're kind of representing a very homophobic candidate. What, would you, what do you think should be the law against, like, uh, two men who decide to, you know, be in love with each other? And the guy was like, homosexuality is a sin. It's a – out and out sin and you know you people are trying to change the shape of marriage you try to shape the change the shape of love or whatever and uh and then he's like you know i swore on the bible to keep some kind of to keep an oath and then jake tapper's like you know that it's it's not the it's not he's like oh wait 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 the guy was like i swore an oath on the bible on the christian bible and then jake tapper's like you know uh, that could be any book. It doesn't have to be the Bible. And the look on this guy's face, it was as if Jake Tapper had blown his mind. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, he was like, it could be any book. Like, in his mind, he could be like, it could be anything from like, could it be like Superman Action Comics number one? <laughs> anyway. Um, if you had to swear on any book. To let people know that you were serious about what you were saying. What, uh, bu- what, what book, would, book it would it be? Mm-hmm. Men in Black, the novelization. <laughs> <laughs> oh what God. book would you pick? <laughs> um, Jesus. I would, I would pick the latest novel by James Baldacci. <laughs> David Baldacci. David, David Baldacci. Baldacci. Sorry. James Baldacci is his brother who writes um, romance novels. <laughs> But uh, David Baldacci. <laughs> Spyfire 2. <laughs> this time, it's in a kindergarten. You think you've seen Kindergarten Cop? You have not. <sighs>
so, you know, speaking of forgeries, um, so this kid, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this kid. Segue. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, all right. Keaton Jones. Ah. Uh. Uh, I, you know, I'm his, this kid, this case of this kid, I, I still have, it, it, it basically reminds me of my pessimism towards, no, you could take the cookie. Go ahead. Take the cookie. <laughs> you tell me to take a cookie. I'll take a cookie. You fucking feeling. I'll dip it in milk. Put too. the cookie down. I'll dip it in milk too. I don't fucking care. <laughs> cookies for closers um so so this kid uh, like he he basically reignited my pessimism towards the human race because i'm i see this reignited kid, yeah well because like the whole bama thing happened and then i found out about this kid keaton Jones. oh okay because you're i'd been left out of the loop of this whole keaton jones scenario because your pessimism for humanity rages hotter than the fires in california <laughs> oh man yeah yes yes it does yes it does <laughs> but uh i like what did you think about it when you saw it when i first saw the video i couldn't bring myself to actually listen to it or watch it because one, the subject of bullying is is a very serious one, and it and it's extremely saddening. But at the same time, I see that the the majority of the empathy for victims who become really, really visible, either um, when they put up online pleas for help or something like that, or unfortunately, when the news comes out that some really young person has committed suicide due to bullying. Um, the, the majority of the empathy tends to go to uh, young white kids. And I don't wish bullying on any child. It's a difficult thing, especially in this day and age where it doesn't, it, there's an aspect to it that has become so much more vicious because it doesn't stop because there's this whole online world that all these kids uh, partake in so they never ever get a break and the, the 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 mean mean things that are said about them that are done to them you know they they just can't they just can't shake it it's something that we didn't really have to deal with growing up you know once you left school um you really weren't bullied unless your bully lived in the neighborhood in which case when you were around your parents you were fine because there was no bully that had the cojones to come and bully you uh while you were with your parents or I lived in East New York, and they would knock on my door to fucking get to me. <laughs> well, I feel a great swell of pity <laughs> for any bully that comes to your door looking for trouble. <laughs> uh, for real, like I, yeah. I, I would not want to square up with your mom or your sister. Yeah, like, I know. Uh, my parents were like not you know, having any of that shit. You know, or your dad. You know. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to put them first because. Yeah, I mean, those are some fierce those, ladies. Yeah, <laughs> those are the ladies that raised me, man. I'm so proud of that. It's like, damn. Yeah, I can be a little scary. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I love you, mom. She's never gonna hear this. What am I doing? Um, but still, much respect, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my sister. Uh, but yeah, back to um, this kid, Keaton Jones, like. 
I remember, and you're absolutely right on that point, because I remember, like, was it a few months back where uh, this little black girl, like, was bullied so hard Mm -hmm. that she committed suicide? Like, where's, you know, Chris Evans' invitation to, like, Mm -hmm. you know, try to, like, give the parents some money? Where are the celebrities? Where were the celebrities then? Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm echoing a lot of the points that are being made on Twitter about this kid, Keaton Jones. Absolutely. Um and you know when the like when the like rumors started swirling about not rumors but i saw a picture of the mom holding up a confederate flag Mm -hmm. and then the rumors then i heard the rumors of the kid of keaton of the fact that basically keaton jones was actually being the bully uh, towards a bunch of like black kids and then uh, when they started like you know bullying him back that's when he was like well why'd they bully me you know <laughs> i'm just like that i find more believable mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fucked up to say because what if he's just like a victim of circumstance what if he's just the the like this is a very young kid what is he like 10 um like his mind could still be shaped into something better than you know his racist parentage but you know when i was 10 years old i knew not to fuck with people otherwise they might fuck with me back correct yes and you know it he he has access to enough social media television life because he went to school to know that if you go and you call i don't know young black kids the n-word you might get fucked yeah, up. You like, might get <laughs> fucked up. Correct. Like, I mean, yeah, he's a kid and he still has more time to um, define who he is. And, and perhaps perhaps what was happening in the home um, mm-hmm. was extremely formative in who he and how he was expressing himself at school, especially if his mom's a fucking racist. Right. So in that sense, yeah, there is a certain amount of innocence, you know, hopefully this whole experience will teach him like, you know, maybe this is not the way to be. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, 10 years old, isn't like three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, you have some, some ability to reason some, you definitely have the ability to learn. You're not in kindergarten right, at right, 10 years right. old. You know, you how old are you when you're 10 years old? You're like, yeah, but he's fourth or fifth grade. Like, yeah. He still seems like he's in the, in the age where he's like, Still figuring shit out. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't. Oh, I don't want to like the the thing about this whole Keaton Jones thing is that how like dark and swirling it is. It's like a mystery. Like I don't really know what to make of it because I don't have all the facts. But uh, until then, I'm just gonna assume the worst and not touch <laughs> it with a ten foot clown pole. Well, you know, somebody should send CPS to this kid's home uh, because he's being subjected to. Uh, mental abuse uh, psychological abuse uh with this mother um from what i understand uh, i forget this man's name he's a mma fighter yes yeah i saw that i was i, was, I wanted to bring that up yeah go and ahead. He, he reached out to uh he reached out to them to the mother and said hey you know I'm, i was hoping to maybe fly him out take him to disneyland or something like that something really nice yeah. you know and the mother was like no that's all right could you just like donate money to the donate to the the, and he was just like that's when he knew like 
whoa, something, something's kind of wrong here. Smell it's like, right here. It's like, what about the kid? Like, what is it about money that's gonna make him feel better? Like, you know, as opposed to going to Disneyland or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when the uh, the diatribe started coming out. She was like, "What happened? What happened to uh, you know, white sticking together?" And he was just like, "Wait, would she said that? She said that. Holy shit!" And he, okay. and he, um. He called her a cunt. <laughs> oh, damn! And you look, I'm not. I, I am not an advocate of uh, of using that of word. Calling women cunts. <laughs> right. um, you know, I might be the only one in the room who doesn't necessarily. Oh, come on. Feel that way. <laughs> but, but, I don't mean to drop down. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> guess what's getting edited out of the show? <laughs> I'm editing this week. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh and he told her he, he was just like yeah I, I hate racism how the you know who the hell are you and da, 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 and then cut things off and then he made a video um uh explaining the exchange that he had with uh this boy's mother um which i say you know kudos to him because he could have just you know closed the door and been like uh i feel like an idiot but he kind of put it on blast and i hope that the other celebrities who reached out. I'm looking at you, Chris Evans. Um, and Mark Ruffalo. And Mark Ruffalo. And, you know. The Avengers. I don't the know. The Avengers. It's just like, <laughs> I don't have much hope for you guys defeating Thanos at this point. If you if you can fall this easily for some kid on YouTube. I really don't. I really don't. Yeah, at this point, they just wave a carrot in front of Captain America. And he's like, I have to donate money to it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Power gem. <laughs> to the face um I'm, just, I'm not i'm trying not to make light of this whole situation but i mean uh, you gotta make some yeah. light of it because it's just it, it it shows the the level of uh vulnerability that people and i'm not just talking about one side or another just people in general have like had had this kid's story really been true right let's say he was bullied and he he did not do anything to deserve it like his his plea in that video, um, I assume, uh, would have been really like uh, heartfelt. You know, it's like, man, this kid is suffering. Uh, no matter the background, it's like hope things get better for him. But when it turns into something like this, not only not only does it make you angry, not only does it make the whole thing ugly, but it also puts a little bit, not even a little bit, more than a little bit of a. Um, of a stain on the whole anti-bullying uh, movement. Yeah. Because now, whenever we see a kid online, we're going to question, like, well, what what's what's really going yeah. on? You know, are they being for real? Is he going to turn into another balloon boy? You exactly. Know, yes. Like, Perfect. Perfect. He's going to scam everybody because, mm -hmm. you know, sinister forces are at work. Um but uh, I hate to do this, but I'm going to put this on a little pause All while right. I go get us uh, some more beers. All righty. And then we'll continue on with the show. Cool. All right. You know the one thing that took me out of fucking time, Cop? Welcome back to the show. I'm oh. Ernesto Mancibo. <laughs> and I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And you're listening to Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. So, so like I was saying, <laughs> fucking the fact that like... You, do you remember how time cop time travels? 
Yeah, they had a um, they had an underground Stargate. Yes. Uh, that had a track on it because uh, you couldn't just walk through. You had to be like shot. Yeah. <laughs> they launch you down a fucking tube like you're wearing Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Um, launch the alert fighters. <laughs> That's for all you BSG nerds out there. <laughs> Where you at, jerks? Um, <laughs> we, we love being aggressive to our audience. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, uh, so he time cop, time cop. Jean-Claude Van Damme gets launched through this tube, but when he time travels, the 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 cart that he's <laughs> oh, in disappears. Well, naturally, because the uh, the car that he travels in doesn't exist in the past. So, but then what happened? Then he he hits like I forget what. It's like a diode on his wrist. Mm-hmm. It's like a wristwatch thing, and then he appears back in the car. Yeah. What the fuck? Like what? It doesn't. For one, you can't give me the excuse that it doesn't exist in the past. It does, ex- wait, hold on. He doesn't does exist it? in the past either. Yes, he so does. He's supposed to like. Don't give me that time travel bullshit, man. He does exist in the past. He literally. <laughs> oh, that's right. He does. But they literally, ha- you know, do the '90s like you know. Oh, there are two Jean Claude <laughs> in, in, in this shot. Oh, it's like they are in the same room. This has never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you watch Double Impact. <laughs> also, there were two of me. <laughs> oh, man, I can't. I know that was probably the the worst <laughs> impression. <laughs> I swear to God, if I close my eyes, it's like he's right next to me. <laughs> what is he supposed to make my dick a bigger? Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, thanks for stopping by, Jean-Claude. Man, could could we put on some music so he can recreate that dance scene from uh, Bloodsport? Yeah. Oh my God, we gotta. Yes. You know, I I can't get enough of that shoulder rock. Oh man, that yeah. he did. You know, with the two and the um and the pelvic swaying. Anyway, yeah. you were saying, look, it does the car Belgium does, rhythm. It's the only thing that makes <laughs> Belgium <laughs> rhythm. Uh, <laughs> This is how you make a chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Our Belgian fans are going to hate this episode. What Belgian fans? <laughs> I'm sure. Warns of work at IHOP. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Take it easy. Sorry. <laughs> just, <laughs> Jesus. I'm just bitter that, that Keaton Jones story got me into like a foul mood now. Wow. Keaton Jones will never be Jean-Claude Van Damme. No. We can take solace in that. But... I mean, the only thing that makes sense is that the card doesn't exist in the past, but he does. And that's why you have the card disappearing um, phenomenon in the movie. Nerd. (laughs) But but do you have a better theory? Yeah, lazy screenwriting. (laughs) You always say that. They just didn't... (laughs) Every bad movie, it's like lazy screenwriting. It's like... You always pull the the screenwriting card. Lazy screenwriting, lazy direction. This this bullshit movie. <laughs> Whatever. Why is it I'm never to... <laughs> lazy cinematography or or lazy? The movie looks good. Cinema, the cinematographer <laughs> looks like he did his job. Um, you know, but you can't polish a turd. 
Anyways, I'm not going to debate the finer points of time, cop. I don't know. I think you can polish a turd since you saw Justice League twice. You know what? <laughs> it's not Batman versus Superman. And I know, like, I'm getting paid every time I say that. <laughs> so, that, fuck that movie. That explains the Corvette outside. Jeez. <laughs> With the note in the windshield that says, thanks, Pavel. Signed, Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. <laughs> Yeah, they got the. <laughs> I think they got the graphics wrong. It was supposed to be like a flaming eagle on the hood, mm-hmm. but now it just looks like the you know the flag for Albania. <laughs> so last Jedi, <laughs> the last Jedi. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, poochers of all ages. Today is Wednesday, December 13th, 2017. We are one day out from um, the defeat of Roy Moore. (laughs) And (laughs) from Roy Moore's concession speech. Which may never come. Yeah. But uh, by the time you hear this, it will be, um, let's see, uh, December 18th. Okay. A Monday, or if you're a pothead, it's uh, the early morning of December 19th, because <laughs> yeah. we get a replay on um, Radio Free Brooklyn on Tuesdays at 5 a.m., so, yeah. you know, you know, you can catch us live-ish at that time. All right, enough of the plugs. Um, so we'll be a few days Follow out. us on iTunes, <laughs> Automatic, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Anyway, you were saying? And, and if you see us, follow us down the street because yeah. we'll, you know, we'll tell you a joke. Yeah. But, um, Except me, I'll call the cops. <laughs> but yes, we've been waiting on this film yes. <laughs> ever since the end of The Force Awakens. Yes. Uh, I... I don't have the words. I'm so excited. I'm like, I've just seen the early reviews of it and I'm sure not. I've been careful to stay away from the stupid geek websites like bleeding cool or whatever. Harry Knowles, whatever Mm -hmm. uh, websites, uh, Collider and IGN or whatever nerd stuff. Anyway, um, because I don't want it to be spoiled for me because I've already heard that there's like, some spoilage out there so i'm being very careful about like the websites that i visit because i am so psyched Uh, because even the critics seem to be like adoring this film and i'm like (laughs) i i can't wait and they're they're saying that there's some kind of weird twist to it and i'm i'm I feel like if I say any more, I'll salivate on the mic and electrocute myself. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll just leave it at that. I, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I think my theory is going to come true. What that like? I think that Snoke is Chewbacca. No. Oh, so. a hairless Chewbacca from the future. Not bad. Chewbacca. Not bad. Oh, okay, but um, <laughs> sorry, I just uh, Chewbacca's been on my mind. Ever since I heard him like auto tune to plant to singing along to Jingle Bells, <laughs> <laughs> song of the week. Nah, nah, but, 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 but um, 
I think that uh, Snoke is Shmi. There, I said oh, it. Oh, right. There, right, I said right. it. I mean, look, I'm I'm completely bullshitting, but when we go tomorrow, if that's what it is, I'm going to start masturbating in the theater. T- tomorrow? <laughs> it's the 15th. My friend. <laughs> my my drunk, drunk. <laughs> cookie look, in the cookie crumbs in the beard friend. Look, man. Do, uh, do you not... Why would you tell me that? Yeah, because I mean, you know, I'm because so conscious we're conscious. I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we're because we're broadcasting live on Facebook yeah, right no. now, so everybody can see us. Follow us on YouTube. No, don't, don't follow <laughs> us on YouTube. This. Do we have a YouTube no, channel? No, okay. yet. All right. I'm sure it's coming though. All right. All right. Um, no, you and I are going to see it tomorrow, buddy. Oh, man. We're going to the 10:25 uh, p.m. show. Oh, man. Did you not remember? I thought it was the 15th. Not not. Um, for for the rest of like humanity, it is for for us for those <laughs> for us dedicated few, we band of brothers, um, no nerds we, big and small exactly we go we go for the first few showings the night before yeah, damn man that like like real men do it you know <laughs> like those Many quotation marks like those who gave their life during World War Two. <laughs> The men and women who fought the Cold War, and then there's us. <laughs> those who died at the Battle of Wake Island. Exactly. We are, like, among those men. Exactly. Yes. We mean absolutely no disrespect no. to our troops. Uh, we're just we're just bullshitting <laughs> yeah. here. But, um, yeah, no, we're, we're going to see this film uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are tons of spoilers out there. Um, I'll do my best to avoid them, and I'm sure you will. Hey, by this time, this time tomorrow, uh, we'll be waiting on a long ass line. No, no, we won't, because <laughs> we have tickets to a Lowe's theater in the city that actually has assigned seating, reserved seating. Yeah, because we are not animals. <laughs> humanity. I think this is the turning point of humanity. Yes. This is where we turn it all around from Trumpism. Uh, war, famine, um, shows like uh, 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 the Inhumans, like all that bad stuff. <laughs> full, full House, and then its sequel series, Fuller, Fuller House. House. Yeah. Oh God, isn't that like two seasons in? Anyway. Yeah. Um, I feel like assigned seating at movie theaters is what's going to turn it all around and take us into a star trek like future where there's no more war or famine or poverty <laughs> on earth and we all are working to greater goals i think that's i think that's what's going to do it it does seem like an evolution of humanity it, it is does. it is showing up to the theater oh, where am i gonna <laughs> sit it's first come first serve <laughs> fuck that it's thunderdome that's what it, <laughs> yeah, is. it is it's thunderdome oh Anyway, I, th- I think I've gone in way too hard on the whole uh, searching for seats. But yeah, I can't wait for this movie. We get to. It's going to be really interesting seeing Mark Hamill in a more modern context with these films because they it's still Star Wars at its core. You know, it's not it's not like Shakespeare or anything like that. But right, right, right. But um, you can tell that the acting styles uh, have changed. Uh, yeah. You know, now that we're into the. Uh, uh, 20 odd um, 
how do you say this this current decade that we're in? Is the aughts? 20 aughts, yeah. 20 aughts? 20 aughts. So in the 20 aughts. And, uh, <coughs> sorry. It's twice on one podcast. <laughs> That's a record, buddy. So. Telling you, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta... It's Rick. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> it's so difficult to get you. <laughs> Yeah, Rick, what you being 2D and all, <laughs> and a figment of someone's imagination. Someday. Yeah. Someday. But, um, uh, yeah, seeing Mark Hamill in, like, in the modern t- context against like these other younger actors, it's going to be interesting, I'm sure. I'm sure it's all going to come together really well. Um, it's going to be, I know it's going to be a little painful seeing uh, Carrie Fisher um, in this film. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's um, I, I I'll admit I sh- I did roll a tear when um when I heard Carrie Fisher pass away because like her like I I'm pretty sure I said it on a previous podcast but like she was the first example of feminism on film like I had a, an example of feminism like in the house with my mom <laughs> and like you know just you know the way her and my dad raised me um. But seeing that kind of like like fiery like I'm not gonna take shit from anybody uh, attitude of uh, Princess Leia, and then you know he, seeing interviews of Carrie Fisher in real life and talking about like um, how she was like very like proud of the fact that Princess Leia was a very feminist icon. It's it just it, it hit hard when I found out she had passed. So. Yeah. Yeah. To see her on screen and like, if I see her roll the sad face, like if she does this, uh, like I've I've seen her in the trailer already. Mm-hmm. When I see her, like like uh, in that scene, I'm not gonna spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Um, in that little clip that she's on in the trailer, I I was kind of like holding back and I was like, I'm not gonna cry. Mm. I want to see a. Uh, besides seeing Carrie Fisher, I want to see some epic uh, lightsaber play. Uh, I've heard. I've heard things. I've heard things. You've heard things. i heard things. All right. <laughs> I heard that Ryan Johnson has really taken a lot more inspiration from samurai films. Oh, which oh God. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, I'm uh, like, I'm saying, I'm trying to like not to el- electrocute myself by like s- <laughs> salivating or just like letting the sweat drip onto the mic. <laughs> but this is this is definitely like Goonies type of nerding out. Like this is our time, our time up there, you know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just I'm so excited. <laughs> oh God! And now that you're telling me that it's like. I, th- I bet my mind, because sometimes I trick myself into, like, believing things that aren't true to make the impact bigger. <laughs> I think I tricked myself into thinking it was the 15th as opposed to the 14th. No, that's that's for the civilians. For, <laughs> for again, for vets like us. <laughs> I'm going to get punched in the face by, like, a, a Vietnam yeah. vet. <laughs> the one Vietnam vet that listens to our show. Oh, but, um, um, no, we're, we're going to see this tomorrow and it's gonna it'll be the first of many viewings i'm sure (laughs) yeah because uh because we're on a mission uh to not only see it 
first first of all, folks, if if you've if you followed us up to this point, yeah. you'll know that <laughs> we usually love to indulge at the Alamo Draft House. Yes. Big fans of that theater. Big, big fans. And the thing is when these tickets went on sale, they like sold out like within like three seconds, you know? Yeah. In less than twelve parsecs, let's say. <laughs> and <laughs> Oh man. Uh, we are such nerds. And so for a while, we just sat in our anxiety, but then uh, we discovered that, <laughs> oddly enough, movie play movies play in other theaters. Yeah. So we found a showing, and luckily, this theater also had um, assigned seating. And and good, really good sound too. Yeah, so very very good. We sound. saw The Force Awakens there. Yes. Yeah. Same yes, theater. we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was good theater. So we're gonna so we're gonna check it out there first, but we'll probably end up hitting up Alamo Draft House. And you know, when it thin when. When when the crowds thin out, thin out in a about three bit. months. In about three months, <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be on until like summer. Yeah, well, I know. And we also want to check this out in IMAX. Yes. And for those of you who don't live in in New York, because you know we have fans all over the world, um, <laughs> we mean the real IMAX that yeah. exists in New York. There are several that say that they're IMAX that have the logo and maybe quote unquote officially licensed, but. There's only one real IMAX in New York, and that's by Lincoln Center. Yes. It has a screen bigger. It's the original. It's the OG IMAX. It's the yeah. OG. It's like it has a screen so big. I didn't. I don't know how to end that joke. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to end it either. I'm okay. just like, a something, something King Kong's dick. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's like a choose-your-own-adventure, folks. You fill in the blanks. <laughs> it's like Mad, it's like Mad Libs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But it's like choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mad Libs. No. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like beyond psyched. I, I'm just like such a huge Star Wars nerd. Like mm. as we've as both of us have stated like time and time again in the past, when we're not Matrix nerds, we're Star Wars nerds. You're you're probably the bigger Star Wars nerd though. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. You know. Notice how I I, I didn't like shit at all on on uh, your love of uh, Star Wars. <laughs> I didn't pick it apart. I didn't make fun of the characters' names. Okay. You know? Did you notice that? Yeah, I noticed okay. that. Okay. Just 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 wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Fuck Stargate. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you can say fuck Stargate all you want, but there was a Stargate in Time Cop. There's a that, that's true. There There's was. a Stargate in Infinity War. I, oh, that's I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Watch. Man, that like man, it's just a good time to be a nerd. It really is. Like, let me tell you, because um, if um, if Roy Moore had won, then the desperation to see these movies would have like grown. Yes. Exponentially. <laughs> like you would be, ladies and gentlemen, you would be hearing me go like, "This, uh, this is a good thing that like Last Jedi is tomorrow, right, people? This is, it's a good thing." Like it just would have taken on a very like more pathetic, desperate tone, <laughs> as opposed to like the pathetic desperate tone <laughs> of me just nerding out right now 
<laughs> on the show. Oh my God, that's yeah. so true. That's so true. But um, folks, if if you have the chance, if when you listen to this podcast, if you haven't gone to see the movie, um, I think this is probably the first movie I can I can say this about. No, no, no. I think we've sort of implied this about Black Panther, but. We're mm. really excited about this movie too. Just go see it. Yeah, just I haven't go seen see it. it. I haven't seen it yet, but go see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll definitely let you know how it went. But um, well, I guess that's a good place to cap it, right? Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, once again, I'm Ernesto Mancibo. I'm Pablo Morali Martinez, and together we are Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a pleasant solstice. Song of the Week. You left me, you sent me through. I'm all alone, lost without you. What shall I do? 